following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Blood is thicker than alcohol. Thicker than alcohol. The podcast where blood is actually thicker than water. But who the fuck needs water when there's plenty of alcohol? I'm Ryan, the straight brother that's conservative-minded enough to be the definition of toxic masculinity, but liberal-minded enough to seek therapy for that shit. And just alcoholic enough to actually think the show was a good idea. And I'm Ronnie, the gay brother who's completely oblivious to what it must be like to live a straight life in a world that lies just outside of my cute little cozy San Francisco gay bubble to a place where I actually just learned, uh, you know, the other day that the phrase bro, it's actually not an anal sex toy. Did you know that? Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol is the show that takes on the daunting and seemingly impossible act of bridging the gap between gay and straight. No need to thank us. While we, the Washburn brothers, fight one gay point over the straight and one straight point over the gay. So listen along each week as we drink our way through current topics of conversation in the news, pop culture, and real stories based on our actual lives. All with a gay lemon twist. Ronnie, you're enough fruit for the both of us. Plus, I drink my shit straight up. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so just grab your shot glasses and bottoms up. Or, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess straight up too, right? Sure. So let's get gay and straight. With blood is thicker than alcohol. Welcome back to yet another episode of Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. And we, the Washburn Brothers, are back for more. Episode number five. Ryan, can you believe we've gotten this far? Episode yes. number five. Yes. What do you think about it's only that? Five. It's only five. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, before we know it, it's going to be 205. And we're not even going to be able to keep track of the numbers, so we're just going to have to hold on to that shit as long as we fucking can. But before we actually hop into the blood alcohol level segment, I just have some things that I'd like to go over. For all of you out there, just in case you're new to the show, I have just a few things that up to this point, now five episodes in, that we've established here on Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. First and foremost, we've established that for some fucking reason I still can't figure out because Ryan is so straight. He's brought up Taylor Swift on three episodes. We've also established that Kris Jenner is God here on Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. So if you ever hear me referencing our Lord and Savior, Kris Jenner, you know exactly what we mean. And I don't even feel like I have to explain that because that's just pretty self-explanatory in itself. We have to establish 
that there are two specific names on the show that we will not talk about ever. One is Justin Timberlake. And I think that's also pretty self-explanatory. And you know two, that, you know that that just means that's going to be one of my uh, one of my topics. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to blood is thicker than alcohol, kids. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, person, so you this... can't you can't tell me to don't do something that just doesn't work. Yeah, but also we don't ever want to talk about that fucking orange Cheeto again, especially considering it's starting to look like he might be our president again for some fucking reason. I still can't wrap my mind around. Also, but we will not speak of the orange Cheeto here. Okay. I on blood is thicker than alcohol. I won't say his name, but have you heard any of his later uh, speeches? He's starting to babble like Biden now. They both. Okay, yeah. Fun. So I don't. Again, we're not talking about that bitch. Okay, <laughs> let's just make that very clear and move on. But last and most certainly not least, I want to introduce to all of you a little cute segment that we're going to save for the very tail of the end of each episode. So basically, as many of you already. No, we take shots throughout the episode and I've strategically gone out of my way to do a shot count so that all of you out there can keep track of how many shots it takes for Ryan to get drunk and how many shots it takes for Ronnie to get drunk. And let's just be clear, it takes Ryan a hell of a lot longer to get to that drunk space than it does me. I literally like three, four shots of whatever it is I'm drinking. And I am just tossed and fumbling through trying to plug social media formats at the end of each episode. So that being said, what we're going to start doing now is I'm going to implement a shot recap or what I'd like to call the sobriety check segment. So in other words, we end the episode, you start hearing the music play. It's kind of like going to the movies at like a Marvel movie where you basically see the credits, the music's playing, but you have to wait to the end because you know there's that secret sneak peek into the next movie. Well, we're going to do that here for the Sobriety Check segment each and every week. So stay tuned. Don't just shut off your podcast as soon as you hear the music playing full force because there's more to hear. And I have so many fun ideas on how to spin this in the right way. So that being said, let's just hop right in to the blood alcohol level segment. And just as a recap, last week, I lost again. You guys, I've had to endure two straight weeks of talking about straight shit and trying my very best to somehow maneuver that into gay bullshit. And I'm telling you, it's a gift that I'm able to do that, but it's not easy. So I'm really crossing my fingers and hoping for a gay topic this week. Aren't you? Ryan, aren't you? No. <laughs> also, I do love how you're spinning us off as the poor man's Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The poor the man's Marvel. The production quality, the money's not being put into this show like a Marvel movie. <laughs> Listen, not yet, not yet. With that being said, before we hop into the segment and I start with my question of the week, Ryan, what are you drinking today? Well, it is embarrassing, but I am still on the Kirkland's Scotch whiskey. 
Um, I've been sick since Thursday, so I haven't really been drinking at all. So also, it's a fucking Costco size bottle. So I am not surprised yeah. to hear that that is yet the third time that you're visiting this even Costco Kirkland whiskey scotch even, whatever. Even with uh, me being sick, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I didn't drink at all. Um, it's still half gone. Oh my god! Well, maybe <laughs> you're the one who's going to be slurring at the end of this week's episode. No. We'll have to find out. So stay tuned for that, kids. But this week I'm drinking. You're not going to believe this, Ryan, because while this isn't exactly whiskey, it's like whiskey adjacent or what I'd like to call the gay version of whiskey. Fireball. Oh <laughs> it's big red gum. It's not whiskey. Big red gum. Oh, my it's God. I love that. That's gum. exactly what it tastes That's like. what it is. It's not okay. whiskey. Oh, my God. That is that is that is. So allow me to explain myself. So listen, whiskey, I guess. <laughs> my gay mind cannot repeat the same alcohol i have to keep things interesting i have to keep everybody on their toes i like a variety i like to change my outfits every day right so therefore here on blood is thicker than alcohol i have to change it up with what i'm drinking each week right well, let me let, let me just say i would be happy for the show to blow up and me start getting money in my pocket and I will buy a different whiskey every single episode. But until <laughs> then, you go get what we get. <laughs> also, I think this is a really good opportunity to just throw it out there into the alcohol universe that if any of you alcohol brands want to sponsor Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol, Bush my Mills. email <laughs> is Ronnie, R-A-O-N-I at bossypowerbottom.com you cannot forget that. R-A-O-N-I at bossypowerbottom.com. Send me your best offer. And depending on what alcohol it is, and you don't support conservative or Republican agenda type bullshit, hang we on, might hang consider. On, hang on. If they do support conservative or whatever, I don't care if they support ISIS. If it's a good whiskey, you still send it to me. <laughs> we won't say the name on the podcast, but send that shit to me. Oh my God. Well, that being said, let's get into my question of the week for the blood alcohol level segment. Now, Ryan, you know, I don't know if you remember this or not because we've recorded a few times since, but if you remember my last question that I presented to you that I actually lost because you randomly guessed the right answer for some fucking <laughs> God awful reason. It was all about drag queens. So I'm really trying really hard to revisit this topic, and I'm really hoping that you won't get this question. But I'm not being a dick like you were two weeks before. It gave me the hardest fucking question I could ever possibly imagine. I actually gave you multiple choices. So I'm just letting you know for future reference that I'm giving you multiple choice answers. Okay, first off, I gave you something that's e easily Googleable. It was about the remaining teams left in the playoffs. Everybody but the gay community is talking about it. Second okay, but off, <laughs> listen, that's cheating. That's cheating. We don't it's do that cheating okay. shit on this but show. But I'm just saying, it's uh, what uh, my point is. It's news that you had a chance to hear. Whether you cared about it or not, that's different. But you definitely had a chance to hear somebody talking about those teams. Listen, if you it's, saw it's Super Bowl month. If you saw my social media algorithm, 
you would know exactly why I know all nothing right, about what right, was ha- what's happening enough, in the football enough. world. It's literally all hot men in like thongs and jock straps. That's like every single post that I sw- I literally can't even open my Instagram in public anymore because of all the hot right. model guys that I follow. It's almost as if I'm opening up Grinder or something and somebody's like sending me nudes. It's it's very that. But, but we're also, getting a little sidetracked here. Let me on. just get into the question. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. I would just like to say second off uh, I love how you're 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 trying to revisit this topic, aka too lazy to come up with another topic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just going to talk about the same shit I was supposed to talk about that the week before, so you, but I lost, so I topic? couldn't talk about it. You're, you're, you're yeah. not going to like try to keep up with the times and go along with no, like, you know, no, because I have some juicy, the juicy shit that I want to talk about that right. I feel like you will get All a right. kick out of. So just. Okay. Give give me this moment and let me go with it. Okay, we'll so here see, we go. Really here is the question of the week. Now, Ryan, really quick before we segue into that, do you know who RuPaul is? Yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race is the only thing I know him from. Or okay. I don't know how he identifies. Does he identify as a he? Uh, yeah, I think so, because he's like okay. 60, so. <laughs> Fair enough. That's probably a taste list joke but that's okay neither here nor there that being said i'm just going to give you my question so rupaul arguably one of the world's most famous drag queens of all time has an actual birth name i'm going to give you four choices to guess what that birth name is are you ready Mm -hmm. so rupaul from rupaul's drag race was born as Number one, RuPaul Andre Charles. Number two, Andre Charles. Number three, Charles Andre. Or number four, Charles Andre Paul. Do you want me to say it again before you make a decision? Well, yeah, because you're doing four... Yeah. Four okay, choices. So That's odd. Allow it's me to go, allow me five, do it again. Right? Okay. Allow me to go for it again. RuPaul's birth name is as follows. Number one, RuPaul Andre Charles. Number two, Andre Charles. Number three, Charles Andre. Number four, Charles Andre Paul. Now keep in mind, of famous drag queens out there have a drag name. Okay? That's all I'm going to say, but you go ahead and make your decision based on those four. Let me know if you need me to repeat them. Uh, Go with... uh, Number two was Andre Charles, right? Yep. Number three was Charles Andre? Yes. I'm going to go with three. So, final answer? (laughs) No, I want to phone a friend. (laughs) No, I'm not giving you that final answer, pass bitch. Because you are wrong. (laughs) Yay! We get to talk about drag queens! Woo! Suddenly feeling sick. I think we need to cancel the pod. (laughs) Shot one, Ryan. All right. So let's give it a go. So just for the record, 
Ryan took a shot. So there's his shot. RuPaul's birth name, surprisingly to me. One sec, one sec. I need another one for this topic. Shot to Ryan. (laughs) Oh, he's taking a second (laughs) shot, you guys. (laughs) I think you'll find the information that I'm about to disclose very entertaining. Or at least the listeners will. It was just an excuse to drink, Ronnie. Okay, fair enough. You you know what? What the fuck? I'm going to actually take another shot with you. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, as a side note, normally on this show, I have to have some sort of gay chaser because I, you know, I, I can't take straight shots. They have to be gay shots. But because I'm drinking Fireball, which is basically like big red gum, guess what? No gay chaser this week. Because you're drinking the chaser as your drink. Shot one, Ronnie. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's like Which makes it gay. Next week, I'm going to be drinking Listerine. Listen, I know. Listen, this is why I told you it was whiskey adjacent and not I don't consider it to be whiskey, even though it's technically in the whiskey family. As a whiskey lover... Let me tell you, it's not whiskey adjacent. I know. I know. (laughs) But if you were to categorize it, that's where you would put it. That's not where I would put it. (laughs) (laughs) People may put it there. That's not where I would put it. Also, as a little side note, you know how like a couple weeks ago you asked me if the tequila I was drinking was in a plastic bottle? And it wasn't? Well, guess what? This is in a plastic bottle. (laughs) Zero fucks given here on blood is thicker than alcohol, you guys. I will literally suck the alcohol out of a deodorant stick. I don't give a shit how cheap the shit is. I am not unaccustomed to a cheap bottle of gas station wine. Like, I'm not against it. I'm not above it. I will drink it if it's alcohol. As you know, on my uh, birthday weekend, you guys were offering me uh, the little bottles of of Fireball. I drank them. I I will drink any drink handed to me, but um, as long as it's alcohol. But uh, it's just not my favorite. I don't. I don't really like taste of cinnamon. Plus, the alcohol content is so pathetic. You know what I mean? Like, there's more alcohol in a beer. (laughs) That that you're right because it's thirty three percent per volume. Which, by the way. Fair. I, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I can't touch whiskey with a 10-foot pole. I, I never can. I had a bad bout with Jameson. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. But, like, I cannot, like, the smell of whiskey turns my stomach even to this day. And I was, like, in my 20s when this happened. So it was a very I, I wanna, long time ago. I want to introduce you to, like, a, like a really good, like, expensive whiskey. I, I mean, I know the smell thing. I get it. I have the same. I have the same bad experience with with um, oh, what's that licorice flavored one? Um, oh, uh, Jägermeister. Jägermeister, yes. <laughs> that uh, shit's we were, dangerous. We were playing poker, and my dumbass said, "Every time I win a hand, I'm gonna take a shot." And God said, "Okay, this is time for you to get lucky." So I won. Every Chris hand. Jenner, <laughs> and by God, you mean Chris Jenner? No. <laughs> yes, because that's God here on the show. But listen. We're getting sidetracked with alcohol. We can save that whole conversation. Hey man, you for got side. You got sidetracked when I was my turn to to be. You started talking about all sorts of other. See, shit. I think you're trying to distract <laughs> me because you don't want to talk about like the art of drag. But let's. Here we go. Here we're gonna do it. Let's talk about the wonderful world of drag. Now, first and foremost, I have to say before we s- start in on this, I personally am the mere definition of gay. 
Like, if you were to actually look up gay in the dictionary, my picture's right there. Like, I am the gayest motherfucker you will ever hear of. I live in the Castro district of San Francisco. My whole life is fully immersed in gay life. I mean, I go to other areas outside of the city, and I'm just like, where the fuck am I? Is this Twilight Zone? I'm just fucking gay. But if there's one thing that I have not ever done that is a very big gay thing, it's drag. I've never done drag. I have no desire to do drag. I just have never done it. Ever. Okay. Yes. Um, question. I ha- I've seen a picture of you with, ah, what was it? It was like a red dress day or something. Oh, okay. So that doesn't Isn't really that count. drag? Oh God, I forgot about that. Okay, so that's drag, bro. <laughs> You've done it. You just don't. It's not something you do regularly. Well, I didn't do full drag in my defense, but so okay, okay. Are you so let me just wear tell man, that. man panties. <laughs> no, this is a this is a good story. This is a good story. So on AIDS life cycle, I'm a, a very huge participant in AIDS life cycle. For those of you who are just new to the show, and it's a beat a week long bike ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles. It's put on by the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the Los Angeles LGBT Center. It's a fundraising event. Basically, we all raise money to pretty much make sure that people who show up to get their HIV or STD tests get that shit covered for free. It's for sexual health, destigmatizing HIV and AIDS. It's a huge and incredible organization that I am so proud to be a part of. But It's a week-long bike ride. I'm captain of my team, very heavily involved, volunteer, all of it. So one day on this ride, there's a day that we have called Red Dress Day. Now, back in the 90s when this ride was being established, there's a stretch of the highway where all the bike riders ride down that does like a little loop. And they wanted to take like one of those like overhang camera shots of the loop. And, you know, as you guys know, like AIDS awareness and AIDS, uh, HIV, AIDS research, all that, the, the red ribbon that is a loop is the symbol for that. So they thought, you know what, it would be really great if we could get everybody to dress in red for this aerial photo shoot. And it, it would be a great way to endorse AIDS life cycle. So they, this is back in the 90s, you guys. Nobody really had cell phones or like smartphones yet. So they sent out an email to all the writers saying... Dress in red for this specific part of the ride so that we can get a shot and it'll be like a red loop and, oh my God, it's going to be perfect, everything, whatever. Well, one specific large team of writers misinterpreted the email and they thought it said wear a red dress. So it was worded dress in red and they thought it meant wear a red dress. So all these team members show up in a red dress and everybody's like, what the fuck is going on right now? And it just became this huge, fun tradition that everybody does every year on AIDS Life Cycle. It's Red Dress Day. Everybody gets involved. People go all out. They get in full-blown drag. And if you think about it, you guys, listen, we're camping out for a week. So some of the shit that I see these people packing wigs, these elaborate red dresses, it's it's insane. They Some of these people go all out. But yes, okay, so if, I guess I have done some drag technically in a red dress but it was very basic as fuck like there's no makeup there was no wig there was no none of that shit but my point is thank you ryan for interrupting and interjecting and like derailing my story oh yeah that's Um, my fault (laughs) (laughs) 
I literally have no desire to do drag personally, but I love, 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 love going to drag shows. I'm obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. I love it as an art form, especially something like a RuPaul's Drag Race, where you can see the competition aspect of, you know, the different categories for each of the, you know, challenges and competition and what these people are doing and the the more we get it we're at season 17 17 16 we're at season 16 at this time 16 years in the u.s and he's branched out to fucking france the philippines mexico spain the uk and amsterdam is that a that I, I don't know he's everywhere rupaul has put that bitch is such a smart business person he is living it up. So what, what what do you know about RuPaul's Drag Race, Ryan? Or anything drag related? Do you know anything? I mean, like what I are your episode when you asked a question about RuPaul's Drag Race and I think you sent me a clip for your other podcast. I watched that one episode. I think it was entertaining, it was funny, but it's not really about like an epi- like a whole episode all the way through. Whatever the clip you sent me, I watched the whole thing. It was I don't think maybe his episode is like 20 some minutes. Oh. Okay. So it's probably like Oh, a I think it was the snatch game that Jinx Monsoon. Oh yeah. Uh just epic. You guys, we I could sit here and talk about drag queens all day long, but Ryan's just gonna be lost the whole time. So I'm actually just gonna make it a little bit more fun. And Ryan, I want you to today learn how a drag queen tucks. Do you know what that means? Yeah, tucks their penis. Okay. So I think you'll be surprised about the process and like what exactly is done to do a quote tuck unquote. Do you, do you have anything? Can you wrap your mind around how these drag queens basically tuck themselves? Yeah. Do you have any idea what that process entails? They have product for it, right? They have like tape that you can use. They have underwear, compression shorts. Oh, see, you know a little bit more than I expected, actually. That's good shit. Okay, so I'm going to tell you exactly how most of them do it. Because truth be told, I didn't really know this for a long time. And seeing a lot of these queens on RuPaul's Drag Race, a lot of them doing like bikini moments. And I'm like, where is their dick? Like, how do they get it to that place where it's just like not fucking there? Like, how is this done? This is like magic. Like... What the fuck? So you're going to actually be surprised at what they do. So here is the official process for tucking. So what you do, you first, step one is you take your balls and you actually shove them back up into your abdomen. So you take your balls. What? Yes. Listen, I'm telling you, I knew you were not going to. No, it is. There's these little, they call it like a cavity area where, so, okay, when you were prepubescent, a baby, a young kid. I know know how balls drop. I I got that. Right. So there are little sockets where those balls once were. You can actually shove your balls back up into those sockets. You should should try it right now. Try it right now. I just did. They're too big. It doesn't, it doesn't work. You just did? <laughs> as soon as you said that shit, I did. That's not fucking possible. It's look, possible, look, bitch, this because is coming they from, do it. Look, listen, this is coming from me, though. 
Um, I have issue with crossing my legs when I sit. It hurts, like it pinches and hurts my nuts. You know what I mean? Like, I, you, so I'm just, it's something that I'm not comfortable with. Okay, like, I can't even like just, cross your leg, like, you know what I mean? Normal. Listen, that's because you're fucking straight, okay? You don't know how to do it right. Okay. So basically, once you take your balls and shove them back up into your abdomen, then you take your ball sack because it's still hanging out there. And you wrap it around your dick. Now, I know some of the drag listeners out there are probably going to come for me in regards to technique. There's multiple ways to do this, but this is like, I read this multiple times again. Welcome to Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol. Absolutely no credible sourcing at all whatsoever. This is just random shit that I like looked up on the internet and I couldn't tell you if this is fact or whatever. And again, I don't do drag, so I've never tucked myself. Which I should probably just try and do it right now. I mean, why not, right? But you basically take your ball sack that has no balls in it anymore. You wrap it around your dick and you take this waterproof tape. Because it has to be waterproof. Because you are going to sweat. Yeah, it, it just has to be water, And it's not going to stick to your body if you don't, you know. So you use waterproof tape. And then you take your dick with the sack wrapped around it and the tape. And you just throw it up your your the back of your asshole. And you just take like tape it to your ass. And that is how you cultivate the perfect tuck. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, the amount of stuff that I do know about it, and like you had made the comment that you were surprised I knew as much as I did as far as like having a better idea than you thought I would. Um, the radio show I listened to, they had a, a, a trans female on it for a long time, and she was very open about explaining some of this stuff when people asked or whatever. So I, I got an idea. The only thing that really threw me off was the shoving your balls up like that. <laughs> I don't get that. Listen, do you work. understand <laughs> why I wanted to bring this up on the show? This is the only reason why I just wanted to see your fucking reaction to the fact that these individuals actually just shove their balls up into their abdomen, wrap their sack around their dick and fucking duct tape it to their ass. That's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the result is like these queens get up on stage and they're in bikinis. And I'm like, how, yeah. how, 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 how? I know they have a dick. Where did it go? I, I This is before I knew exactly what the process was. And I was just like shocked. I'm like, okay, okay. But also, I love drag as an art form because there's so many different ways that you can express yourself in regards to like what you wear the makeup the looks like there's queens that just go all out and just impressive as fuck going to drag shows truth be told is probably one of the funnest things ever it's campy as fuck they're all raunchy and inappropriate and it's just a hell of a good time but there's one thing about drag news in recent news that's been brought to the table that I think you might be interested in talking about. And it comes from a state where our parents currently reside. Tennessee? <laughs> like, have you heard about all of the, this shit that's no, been happening? I haven't, I haven't heard anything about it, no. So I think it started with Texas. And basically it's like everybody's scared about drag queens. The whole art of drag. 
they're trying to say that because I think what happened, this is truthfully what I think happened. RuPaul's Drag Race made drag mainstream. Again. Pretty much, right? So it made it more, it's not just tucked away in a gay nightclub anymore. Now it's more public. Now it's more in broad daylight. Now it's more in on a stage. Like young kids are actually buying tickets to go see these queens perform in shows in arenas. Like it's a whole different cup of tea now. What's your what's your definition of young kids? Like teenagers, like okay, maybe that, minors. That, that's fine because I can see them having an issue with younger kids because, like you said, it's crass. It doesn't matter about the drag to me. It, it depends Ooh. on what type of show it is. See, if this is where we get into the part where I think we're going to have to disagree because here's what specifically is being brought up in current Tennessee legislation. Okay. Drag queen story time in public libraries for kids. Are they doing crass things or just reading stories? Listen, they're getting in drag. They're going to the library and a bunch of kids come around them. The kids think it's fun because, oh my God, look at this. It's amazing. There's Wait, a drag are doing, queen. Are they doing anything but reading the book? They're reading books. Then there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You know, There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Ru RuPaul actually, because the was it the Emmys that just happened or was it the Golden? What was what just happened? What award show just happened? Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Okay, thank you. He just went up and accept like his 29th award that he won for RuPaul's Drag Race, and I'll never forget the speech. It was incredible because this bullshit's been going on for the last two years. Texas tried to start this whole like drag ban thing. It didn't go through with the legislation. Then Tennessee did it. It went through for a while, but then they reversed it. And Ryan's holding his hand up because he wants to say something. This is this is the thing that I love about people and the hypocrisy. Um, isn't it the right that are always saying to, if you don't, like for comedy-wise, instead of trying to cancel us, just don't come to our shows? Yeah, so exactly. So I'm missing something here. What am I missing here? Yeah. If you don't like it, don't go to the fucking show. Don't let your kid... Go to the show that you don't. If you could look, I'm never going to tell parent to parent the kids how they, uh, how how I want them to parent. They should always parent the way they want. But don't force your belief or your whatever on other people. If it's a show that's out there, you don't agree with it, don't go to it. You don't have to try to cancel it. You know what I mean? You don't have to try to do any of that. Like, and put it in public great... legislation to make it illegal. Yeah, like they exactly. were actually trying to make public drag at like Tennessee Pride events illegal mm -hmm. because it's out in public like but they just but they want to call the left snowflakes <laughs> that they can't handle shit <laughs> yeah i you know it is it it, it it brings up a lot of <sighs> bullshit for me because i feel that this is honest this is my honest truthful feeling i think that the right has tried so hard to come for the gays and they just realized okay we're not getting anywhere with this the gays are too powerful we can't overthrow them. We can't put an end to the gays. So let's try to make another tactic to approach attacking the gay community. Let's go for the drag queens. And I mean, listen, there's all these transgender ballots on so many of the state legislation that's like coming out soon, like in regards to like conversion therapy, like all of this bullshit that just needs to end so soon. And I feel like people are just saying like, okay, we can't get the gays, so let's get 
all the other letters of the LGBTQ plus alphabet. Let's go for that. It's bullshit. Right. And um, here's the thing that even, even just saying the gays, like we're so tribalistic on instinct. We want to segment ourselves in these little groups. And the problem with that is every, whatever group you're in, you're going to think is the best. And then you're going to have a problem with one of the other ones Mm -hmm. because it's not your group. Uh, How about being team human? Like, why can't we do that? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, everybody's different. So why can't we just be our own self? You know what I mean? And I'm going to be different than you. And and cohabitate together. Yeah. You're going to say stuff. I don't like that person's going to say stuff. They don't like, and they're going to, you know, that's why I have such a big problem with the, the cancelization of anything because I can be a hundred percent trying to be as, 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 as straight edge as I can possibly be. I'm going to offend somebody because I am different. My brain is different. I think different than another person. Yeah. And welcome to blood is thicker than alcohol, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) where at some point sometime soon, if you hear a beep or a bleep, it's probably because Ryan said something offensive (laughs) just for the record. Which you might actually hear a bleep like that on this episode, truth be told. But that being said, I have to take another shot because this this topic's get, like this took a far fucking left, like far left. So cheers to that. <laughs> shot two, Ronnie. Shot three, Ryan. But I, you know, but- honestly, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there real quick. All of this shit's about religion. It really is. The religious church has the balls of the Republican in the palm of their hand and they control them. And our country is so fucking separate. It's Democrat or Republican. There's no other way to go in regards to the political system. And we just keep going back and forth. If you've noticed a pattern, at least in our lifetime, Ryan, I mean, we go Republican president, Democrat like cabinet and what are the fuck are, what, what oh god the alcohol's kicking in now wow what what the cabinet the senate the, the senate the ca- senate. <laughs> senate the house <laughs> all okay they're house, they're the democrat senate. yeah <laughs> oh and then we like everybody gets annoyed with the republican president so then we elect a democrat president but right, we also elect a majority of republicans in the house and senate so it's like it's always this constant back and forth and you know some might argue that it's a good way to do things because it's like checks and balances, but we never fucking get anywhere. Well, that's the thing. It used to be because it used to be Democrats and Republicans think differently. Then it morphed into Democrats and Republicans really think differently. Then it morphed into like all the way fast forward to where we are now. It's Republicans and Democrats are against each other. It's not one nation anymore. It's oh, like no. literally yeah, like sure. sports teams. Like um, it used to be uh, me as a Democrat, I want to win. Me as a Republican, I want to win. Now, Democrats and Republicans, they don't give a fuck about winning. They just want to the other one to lose. And they'll do whatever yeah. it is, whether it hurts yeah. the country, their their party, their family, whatever, to make sure that the other team loses. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's we're never going to get anywhere. So it used to be, um, I think the last good, at least 
in my recollection. I, I, I mean, I didn't really wasn't into politics back then, but the last time it ran smoothly with what we're talking about, where there's a Democrat, Dem, Democrat, wow, uh, Democratic uh, uh, president and a Republican Senate, and they actually worked together, was Bill Clinton. That was the last time it worked. Since then, it's just butting heads. That they don't get anything done. They're just going to say no because a Republican said it, even if it's a good idea. Yeah. They're just going to say no because a Democrat said it, even if it's a good idea. And like, it just how do you get anything me off. done? Yeah, I just I can't do. <laughs> See, listen. Here's the thing. You're you and I are going to have to understand that this is probably the extent of politics. Of politics. I got you. Bro. Oh my god. <laughs> How many shots have I had? Oh my Not god, enough. this is a mess. Um, that we're gonna have we're gonna be able to talk about because I just get so fired and pissed off and fired. And just, you know, it's like I, I I hate that we're living in this space where I literally feel like the Republican Party wants to put me in a fucking internment camp because I'm gay. And, and is that the world that we're actually living in in 2024? That's the world we're living in. It's Some just them, bullshit yeah. to me. It's like, I, listen, the, I, you can be an ignorant Christian all you want. I'm not going to tell you to do otherwise, but leave me and my butt sex with my partner right. alone. <laughs> like and, we, and then that's the thing. It's it's both sides are ridiculously crazy. I used to identify with the right more, but now both of them, left and right, the extreme sides of them are so ridiculous. I mean, you have the left wanting to silence absolutely every word in, in the dictionary. And then you have the right, like you said, trying to put gay people in internment camps. Um, last I checked, it was 2024, right? Like, Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or, or <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Is it like 1920? Like right, uh, 19, I was thinking 18s. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, Ugh. gay people have been around a lot longer than that. And here we are as brothers trying to bridge the gap between gay and straight we're trying to help everybody out but they don't get it like i would anyway I would just so, like to say we talked very little about drag queen i do have I one know. question before we, yeah before we because i, feel I like hope it's about drag queens out. because that just beats the whole purpose um, listening to the episode uh our episode listening to the radio show for the time when uh the the trans woman was on there that i was telling you about um she actually did drag shows and the way she described them seemed like it'd be very very uh, entertaining. Do you think like I would enjoy one of those? Because I kind of, kind of got me. I curious. think so. I, I would love to take you to one. I think it would be a fun I'd experiment for sure. And I think we should like, like record it for social media okay. for this show yeah, as fine. promo. I think it would be a fun you time. I think you would. Ju media. <laughs> they're just like super. I know they're super inappropriate and crass and just everything I am as an individual. You know, like you know. Listen, if anybody knows my show, my gay expose podcast, and if you don't, check it out. Currently ranked fourteen of the top one hundred best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time. But I am the most inappropriate person ever. So you know a good drag show is like right up my alley, literally. Second, like, second most inappropriate. You didn't get bleeped this episode. I did. <laughs> so there's the owner of uh, Oasis, which is a famous drag bar out here in the city, is a very predominant drag queen, and kind of intermingled in the community. Uh, he's friends with a lot of the Rue girls, and just everyone knows who this person is. They came into the restaurant 
that I work at and filmed a movie like for like a drag movie. And I have to say, it was like the most fun I've ever witnessed just seeing this movie unfold before my eyes. There was so much equipment in that goddamn restaurant that was unreal. And the hair, the makeup, the takes, the it was such a fun experience. And I have to say, I love the art of drag. And I think it's a good time. And I think, yeah, I think you would appreciate it. It's like a comedy show. It's just someone dressed up like a woman and making fun of people. Yeah, it's a comedy show. (laughs) I think you would appreciate it. But I do have to say, I will, I I would need to make sure that you go to the right one. So we'll have to make that happen at some point. What, What do you mean by that? Because, I mean, there's amateur drag, you know, like amateur comedians. It's the same thing, you know, and they're okay. sometimes not as good. You know, yeah. I want your first taste to be something you walk away from and be like, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Like, that's what I would, you know. I, I went to a poetry show and I thought that was going to be boring as fuck. And I actually enjoyed it a lot. See, so what are we learning here on Blood is Thicker Than Alcohol? Ryan is way more open minded than a straight guy might be. And that's it. So that being said, I think that it is time for us to. Well, well, yes, but to have a final thought and take a shot with that final thought and chase that final thought with a shot. Did I say it right this week? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember what the fuck that shot is. What's the segment? You have to remember because I'm never going to say it right. Chase, chase the shot with a thought. Chase the, the final shot. Thought. Sorry, I even chase the thought chase with the a shot, shot <laughs> with a final thought. No, you're saying it wrong again. Oh, you're, you're chasing God. the thought with a shot. You're supposed to chase chasing the shot the with, with something. Okay. You know, a shot chaser. You should know. You're the one always chasing your <laughs> shots. <laughs> I know. Okay, Ryan. So, what is your final thought? And chase it uh, with your shot. Shot three, Ronnie. Shot four, Ryan. My final thought is, um, I, honestly, drag um, weirded me out when I was a kid. But like me, most Americans should follow suit and grow the fuck up. I, mean, I agree with that. I it. agree with that. <laughs> and I think my final thought while I'm taking my shot is I cannot wait for Ryan to actually go to a fucking drag show with me. I'm excited for this actually. And you know, I'm actually, you know, I will make this happen, right? (laughs) Unbeknownst to you, whether it be at the Sacramento Badlands or whether it be here in the city, you're going to a fucking drag show, bitch. You better fucking buckle up and get ready. Then I'll take you to a Wu-Tang Clan concert. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh my God. You don't know the Wu-Tang Clan Oh my God. You guys, so we've got to go. So that's it. That's all we've got. That's the end. And we'll see all of you. Wait. Oh, wait. Wait. I forgot. I forgot one very important thing. The part where I fumble through trying to plug the sh- social media shit. Okay. <clears throat> you guys, I'm a little drunk right now. So here I go. I'm going to try this to the best of my ability. Follow us on... I, I need I need like a oh, buzzer sound before you I know. fuck up. <laughs> Blood Alcohol Pod on Instagram and Threads. 
and you'll get all the updates that you need to know in regards to the Are show. Are you sure that's right? I think you said it wrong. Blood Alcohol Pod. I think yeah, that's it, that's right? right? Blood I'm Alcohol sure? Pod. Yes. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> oh my god, this bitch. Okay, so we'll see all of you guys next week. shot count for the sobriety check segment this week for episode number five. Which Washburn brother do you think drank the most and which Washburn brother do you think was the most drunk? Well, this week, Ronnie, again, was the most drunk and Ryan drank the most with three shots for Ronnie and four shots for Ryan. Well, you know, we didn't hit the 11-shot count that Ryan did like a couple of episodes ago, but I have faith that someday, sometime soon in a future episode, he will do just that. He will surpass that 11-shot mark, and I can't even believe he can actually fucking drink that much. I mean, I can't even like say the socials at the end of each one of the episodes, and I'm only three, four shots in each week. So if that gives you any inkling of what you can expect moving forward. Well, it just gets better from here and probably a lot more like a fucking drunk train wreck. <laughs> Blood is thicker than alcohol has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions. <laughs>